I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Final hour of The Late Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Time to check back in with one of my favorites. Play-by-play broadcaster for so many different outlets. Big Ten Network, CBS Sports Network, FS1, Minnesota Lynx. You see her everywhere. My goodness. Sloan Martin, she's blown up on us, man. But but you know what? She hasn't forgotten about the little guy. She joins us courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. I appreciate it, Sloan, that you have forgotten about me. Henry, you're my guy. CCO is still my home. And uh, just for formality's sake, uh, don't forget, uh, I'm adding Peacock this year as well. So Ah, I did not know. Look at you. She just flexed on me. (laughs) She just flexed on me. I like it. You know, I'm showing the guns now just because of you. You know what? I like the flex. I love the flex, actually. I had to. So so happy to have you back on the show in Look, the, the reason why I checked in with you yesterday, I said I want to have you on tonight, is just because I feel like one of the best things happening right now in sports is women's college basketball. And I don't think that we're talking about it enough. And the reason why I say this is because the, the casual observer is going to say, yeah, I know about Paige Beckers. Yeah, I know about uh, Angel Reese. Yes, I know about Caitlin Clark. But you know what, though? They are superstars, but there are some young, new faces in women's college basketball that are just absolutely blowing my mind, Sloan. Like, the level of athleticism that we're seeing in the women's game right now, I don't think we've ever seen the type of skills, um, and we've seen a lot of skilled players throughout, you know, the beginning from the, from the beginning of time, but right now, I think it's going to a place that we've never seen before. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, that's definitely the case. And remember, this was the opening weekend of the college basketball season. And you and I were even texting about, I'm watching South Carolina right now, looking to close things out against North Carolina, Mylasia Full-Wiley, and that move she had against Notre Dame. And then Hannah Hidalgo for Notre Dame as well. Remember Kevin Durant tweeted, they're moving different. And that's kind of what you're seeing in the same way, too. And you would put both those players in that category. You have Juju Watkins at USC who will be in the Big Ten next year in front of our eyes and at the barn potentially, um, who's second in power five in nearly scoring 30 points per game. She's right behind Caitlin Clark is third in the country this year. So you see these young players come through who just have this different kind of command of the game. And we have seen this even in recent history. We think about Kelsey Plum, who is the highest score in NCAA history, though Caitlin Clark is on pace to be the record holder by the end of her career, even if that is this season. You look at Sabrina UNESCO, UNESCO and her 26 career triple doubles. So players have been gradually building up to this, but I think you're right that last year, 
was this storm of women's college basketball taking over. And this year is that encore that is meeting these high expectations and everybody knows that they're there. Juju Watkins is unbelievable. Like, like she, she is legitimately, she is a super phenom. Look, we've had a lot of outstanding freshmen throughout the years. We all love Paige and what she did for the women's game and how she just was, was, you know, just out the gate at UConn, just killing it, destroying it. And there's been a lot of fabulous freshmen in women's college basketball. But you, what do the kids say? I'm different. Juju Watkins is different. <laughs> She absolutely is, and she was the number one player in the country in her class, and that was really widely well-recognized. There was really no one else disputed up there. It was known what that status was for years, and she carries herself with this confidence that goes along with it. The ball is always in her hands, a lethal mid-range jumper. You have to stop her before she gets to the free throw line. But she's coming into a top five team now, US, uh, USC building under Lindsey Gottlieb, who's also coached in the NBA. She was a member of the Cavs staff for a couple of years, now back in college basketball. And so this is someone who also understands that next up and and what players need in order to be truly elite and, and the best at what they're doing. So watching her, and I would highly recommend you do that as you're bringing up Juju Watkins because she is kind of emblematic of what you're talking about, where it is this next generation of players who have this just connection to this game, this confidence and skill that continues to progress and to progress that it just is unthinkable to think about what these players will be in just a couple of years once they do get to the WNBA. Talking to Sloan Martin here on the Late Show News Talk 830 WCCO. What have you made um, or what's been your early assessment of the, the Golden Gophers program this year with their new head coach, um, Coach Whistlewhite? Um, it, it, a lot of people, you know, felt a certain way with regards to Lindsey Whalen, um, you know, being out, a uh, new coach coming in. Um, they're off to a 6-1 and one start in non-conference play, but uh, have you had an opportunity to watch them, and what's your initial thoughts? Yeah, I actually was uh, broadcasted the UConn game that That's was right. on FS1, which was Paige's homecoming, so got to see them up close and personal for the first time. And what I can tell you about this team is that they are already showing a lot of really great promise. I think this is a team that is looking more cohesive, more disciplined. And that's because you have someone with Don Plitzewhite who is so stable, who has this system wherever she goes because of the experience that she has. I mean, even Gina Oriema, before they even played the Gophers, was very complimentary of Putsu White and said she's had great teams just everywhere that she's gone, going to the Sweet 16 with South Dakota, going to the NCAA tournament in her one year with West Virginia before she came over here to Minnesota, which is kind of back in her home. She grew up on a farm in Wisconsin, and of course, again, that coach at South Dakota, so this is a very familiar recruiting territory for her, but you're seeing a team that has this identity so far. They have a great freshman sharpshooter and Grace Groholski that I think a lot of Gopher fans should be very excited about. She has the greenest of green lights. She will put up 
any shot that is within her making, and that is a whole wide range, and she can shoot it from deep as well. You have great talent returning, of course, headline by Mara Braun, and it seems like the players from just talking to them are really excited about this entire coaching staff. And Mara was telling us that she feels like from where this team was at, the returning players at the end of last season to where they are now was such a huge jump in progress that that makes them really excited that they can surprise people this year. They can get out of that bottom third, bottom quarter of the league this year. And still looking at the Big Ten tournament, it's going to be at Target Center once more. They want and really are focused on getting deeper in the Big Ten tournament than last year. But I think that you look at the addition of the newcomers, uh, including Sophie Hart, who went to Farmington, a transfer from NC State, finally playing after a year, bringing some really solid size and dependability in the paint. Plus, with those four freshmen that are right here in the Twin Cities that got so much attention last year, they are even better. I think uh, the Gophers are looking pretty promising under Plitzewhite. You know, there is one, uh, you know, I guess negative story or, 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 you know, sad story, and that's Azizi Fudd, you know, UConn women's superstar. She's out for the season with a torn ACL. It just seems like if they, if it's always something with UConn, right? They lose Paige last year. Now they, they lose Fudd. Just, um, and she's a phenomenal player, and she was somebody that had to deal with injuries in high school. Yeah, and that's really sad because AZ Fudd, she's someone who also was a number one recruit in the entire country in her class. And it feels like we have just barely scratched the surface of her potential. Her and Paige, who, by the way, they're separated by year, but they are best friends, have only been on the floor together for I want to say less than 20 games in their entire careers. And that's just, it's just sad when you feel like you're missing out on something that just could be so, so special. And UConn has just had horrible luck. You just look at also Caroline Ducharme, who was a starter for them, missed a lot of last season with concussion symptoms, is still kind of having, you know, good and bad days, still trying to find consistent production from her this year. Paige, obviously, for the better part of two years, she was out. Let's not forget the year before. Four two, she only played seventeen games as they went to the national championship game. Of course, here in Minneapolis in the final four, so it has been an extremely tough go for UConn for this team that is still holding its head above water. Who still has great freshmen like KK Arnold. She's from uh, you know pretty nearby in Wisconsin, and you know they're always going to be a solid team, Henry. And it was you know definitely cool, I would say for me personally, to be able to see you know UConn shoot around and, and have that. Um, you know, discussion with Oriama before our game here at the barn, but it is a team you know is always going to be good, but sometimes that bad luck just strikes, and you really want to see every team at their best, and yeah. they're obviously missing a huge piece. A final thing for you, and I just want to get your reaction. Maya Moore, Simone Augustus uh, are going to be headlining the inductees into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame in April. They'll be joined by another former Lynx teammate, Taj McWilliams Franklin, just your thoughts. I was going to say, don't forget Mama Taj because she was so important during this championship run when that team was, you know, still coming together. She was bringing that experience. They call her Mama Taj for a reason. I got to meet and interview her just this last summer um, and interviewed her on, on Valley Sports North for the Lynx 26th year celebration. So it was cool to see them already connected, to see all these players come back and how even if they didn't play together, there still was this kind of shared connection as being former Lynx players. And I mean, they certainly have 
three players who were either, you know, huge parts or extremely important complementary pieces in the, in the case of Taj be headlining the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame is just something that we should be so appreciative as fans here in Minnesota and keep those memories really as fresh as possible. Just how special this is. You know, we talk about the transformation of college basketball, what that is looking like at the next level in the WNBA. We look at one of the best teams of all time and Lynx fans should say that too with the Las Vegas Aces. There's no denying with the number of wins they had, the dominance the Aces, um, you know, went through in order to win the WNBA finals in four games against the New York Liberty. It's one of the best teams of all time, but it was not that long ago when it was us, when it was right here with the Minnesota Lynx and how special that group is, especially as we're looking at another potential dynasty with the Las Vegas Aces. And, you know, I see so many similarities with them in terms of that point guard role. And I know Lindsay Whalen has even posted about this on social media, how much she loves watching uh, Chelsea Gray. She even told us this on air when she visited on a, a Lynx broadcast this summer, Asia Wilson being that superstar. There's just so many parallels, but the Lynx really were the flag bearers for what excellence is in the WNBA kind of in modern history. And to see them kind of go in together, that is a very special thing and extremely deserving for all three. Hey, Sloan, I appreciate the time. You're the best. All right. Thanks, Henry. Anytime. All right. Take care. That's Sloan Martin joining us here on The Lake Show. Awesome. I love Sloan. All right. Uh, coming up next, it's time for Word on the Street. We do it next year on The Good Neighbor. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, time for Word on the Street here on The Lake Show. Christopher Tubbs is back. It's been kind of a in-and-out week for you. Vikings on Monday, AEW wrestling last night. Now you're here. Dude, I'm so discombobulated right now. Like, I'm not used to having, and last week was Thanksgiving, you know, work on Thanksgiving and Black Friday, and, and like, I, I, don't, I don't know what day of the week it is. All I know is that we've got celebrities that are just like us because Lynn Spears, she shops at Dollar General. 
Now, she appears to be doing her shopping on a budget, buying from Dollar General after claims that she's been selling Britney's belongings to stay afloat financially. Now, Lynn was spotted wheeling a shopping cart filled with items out of the discount store in Britney's hometown of Kentwood, Louisiana, earlier this week. Now, there's a lot being made about Lynn's finances these days, although she is very, very strongly denied claims that she's been hawking Britney's clothes, hats, and shoes in a Kentwood consignment shop. Now, it's interesting to see that she's doing some shopping Dollar General, but it's worth noting she also put a designer purse in the store's bright yellow shopping cart and eventually unloads her goods into a white Mercedes. So if you're driving your white Mercedes to the dollar store, you might be in Lynn Spears' you know, tax bracket. Earlier this month, the Daily Mail published an article with a family source claiming that Lynn has spent the last five years selling Britney's clothes, accessories from tour performances, her personal wardrobe, and appearance on TV and award shows. Now, Lynn vehemently denied the report on social media, posting a picture with some of Britney's clothes in the caption, quote, I would never sell my daughter's things. Get your facts straight at Daily Mail. Now, as reported in her new memoir, Britney accuses Lynn of trashing her collection of antique dolls and personal journals with Lynn denying the allegations. Lynn's got the receipts for Britney's claims, too. Again, defending herself on social media and telling Britney she would never do what she's being accused of. First off, let me say this. I, I think it's horrible that, and I get it, these people are famous and all that, but this is almost like they're trying to shame somebody for shopping at Dollar, Dollar General. Like, are you kidding me? Who, who I, Seriously, one of the things that I got into doing, and I still do it, is I will go and buy certain items from um, Dollar Tree. Yeah, no shame uh, in that. So so just because her last name is Spears and she has access maybe to money and has a white Mercedes, she's supposed to she'll, uh, feel shame because she's on a budget? Like, to me, if anything, that's smart. I, don't, I, I, I mean, if a billionaire was going to shop at Dollar Tree or Dollar General, I, would I look down on them? Who? I think I, actually, I, I think I, think, I have more respect for I, I think it's weird, though, when you're going to Dollar General and you're driving a Mercedes. There's no, not, it's not. No, it's not at nothing all. Nothing wrong with that. No. You don't think it's weird? That's not, not weird at all. Okay. At all. Okay. I mean, it, I, 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 what does is, what is driving an expensive car and going to Dollar Tree or Dollar General have anything to do with each other? It doesn't matter. Well, if you drive a Mercedes, the perception is that you can afford to shop somewhere other than Dollar General. If you drive, yeah, they, they 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 can. But, but what does it matter though? It doesn't matter. I'm not saying it matters, but I'm saying there's a perception that if you're if you have a Mercedes, why are you? Some of some people shop at Dollar General because you can't afford to shop. And some people shop at Dollar General or Dollar Tree or, or General. Dollar and that's and that's because fine. They, they can. can. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that, I think that people we have to. I think you bring up a great point. I'm not. I'm not casting an aspersion on you and saying that you're doing this. But we have to get out of this mindset of thinking that people that shop at Dollar Tree or Dollar General or or stores like mm-hmm. that, they shop there because they have no options in life. 
That's ridiculous. I shop at Nordstrom. I shop at Dollar Tree. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, you, you can like, shop wherever you, you want. You might That's see fine. You might see me at the Galleria. Yeah. And you might see me at at, at Dollar Tree over there uh, near uh, off of Highway 7 are in, you in where, are, Park. Are, are, are I you, go to Dollar Tree. You, hey, you can go to Dollar Tree. You can, you can put it in your BMW and we'll call it good. I mean, I mean think about that. that. That's like saying that a person that drives um, a Rolls Royce should never be seen in the drive-through at McDonald's. I'm not saying she should. No, I'm, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying no. you. I'm just saying those people that think like that. I think yeah. that's a ridiculous notion. Yeah. That's how you afford a Mercedes. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's how. I mean, well, the the running bit for like the last ten years from Chad Ochocinco is yeah. is is he doesn't spend money at all. Yeah, and that he just he only goes to have meals at McDonald's. Yeah, yep, I yep, I remember and all he that has too. Fun with that, he to yeah. this day he has he fun does with good. That. You know, good for him. Hey, we're going to skip the next one. I, I want to go to the uh, one right underneath that. Like, Beyonce is responding to some haters who think that she's intentionally lighting her skin by keeping the spotlight on her blonde ambition for a night out with Jay-Z, Tom Cruise, and Henry Cavill. Now, the platinum locks were front and center as she and Jay left London Oswald's private club, but her complexion was certainly darker than it was in shots of her at last weekend's Renaissance movie premiere. Beyonce was definitely feeling it, because she posted a fresh set of images, and the beehive rallied behind them, suggesting that she share the images, particularly the one zoomed in on her face, as a direct response to all the online comments about her skin tone. Mm -hmm. One fan even commented on the new pics with, quote, one thing about it, my girl, she never responds to haters directly, but it's always going to be a way she clears without saying a word, hashtag brown skin girl. Now, she's been criticized for her movie appearance, with many taking offense to her light and locks and skin tone, some even accusing her of bleaching her skin. Now, the backlash was so consuming that her mother, Tina Knowles, jumped to her defense, denouncing the accusations as stupid, ignorant, self-hating, and racist. Hey, when I saw Tina Knowles jump in, yeah, Mama Knowles jump in, oh, we knew it was real then. Because my, my, my cousin sent me the statement that she put out on social media and 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 let's be clear about this this is ridiculous it's be, asinine be, it's asinine beyonce's not doing that the, people will look different when they're when they're doing stuff to their hair yes like it, I, I don't get it now i can't get away with that because i'm bald-headed <laughs> I, I don't have hair and i can't do the cisco thing <laughs> thong, 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 and put and make my hair blonde or anything. i'm, I'm, I'm uh, trying i'm trying to figure that out like if you bleach like the top of your head like what i i mean i couldn't even it's ridiculous i don't even i didn't i, I mean i people are looking for something to complain about nitpick it's like yeah she's not doing anything wrong yeah hey this one kind of makes me sad here henry mm. it, it, it really does john oates says he's gutted by his estranged musical partner's allegation that he tried to secretly sell half of his Hall and Oates Enterprise. I'm not sure if uh, if you heard about this I've or not. I've heard about it. Yeah. yeah. So apparently... Oh, this is a bang. Yeah. These guys were... They are legendary. They, they are. John filed a declaration in a Tennessee court saying he's deeply hurt that Daryl Hall took a private dispute that they were having and made it embarrassingly public. As reported, Daryl Hall has gone to court over what he claims was a move by John Oates to sell off half of the share of Whole Oats Enterprises, the company that they formed to control some of the group's assets. Now, Daryl Hall claims that John Oates ambushed him by finding a buyer whom Hall does not want 
and Hall got a temporary restraining order halting the sale until a judge could determine whether Oates had the right to make the deal. Now, in his declaration, John Oates says Daryl has consistently and publicly been adamant about being perceived as an individual rather than a part of a duo or a group. That one, that, that, I mean, it was Hall and Oates. You're a duo. So I'll just go with that. Hey, I got to say, man, it's always sad when you see some of your favorite musical groups. Oh, yeah. Duos just have these type of issues. They're not the first, nor would they be the last. No, and and, I mean, Daryl Hall last year on Bill Maher's Club Random Podcast said there was no love lost between the two. John Oates says he can't talk about the specifics, but acknowledges that Daryl and I haven't seen eye to eye. Thing is, he wants those peepers to be private eyes. Love that line. I love it, yeah. Uh, Oates says he's trying to maintain the integrity of Hall and Oates, but he's having trouble because Daryl Hall will not work with him. It's sad, man. It's, you know, oh, they were Hall and Oates. Oh, man, you talking about some bangers. Hey, speaking of which, when we come out of the the next commercial break, after weather, let's Mm -hmm. get some private eyes going. Okay. Oh, watching you. Love that song. Watching you, watching you. Next on the Lake Show, if you're on a dating app, are you really looking for love? We address that next year on the Lake Show. Hall and Oates, baby. Did you ever call the uh, the Hall and Oates hotline? No. You know about that? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like a Hall & Oates hotline. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? Yeah, no. let me, uh... What are you trying to do? Something that doesn't fit... No, 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 no. No, it's 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 called a Call & Oates. It's it's called Call & Oates. Okay. Call 719-266-2837. It's, it's 1-719-26-Oates. And it's just like... Playing Hall and Oates music. Oh, okay. that's all it does. I got you. I got you. I, right, I'm not him. Something I, you learn something every day. Hey, man, I got a lot of free time on my hands. Um, no, not really. I'm just lame. If you're on a dating app, okay, and I actually I set up some profiles on dating apps, um, not because I ever really felt like like I need to, but like when I was in Kansas City, yeah. it was just me, just amongst my you know new people, yeah. You're just looking to make la- up, you're looking to make lady friends to, to set up on on um, grinder. I think it was Tinder. No, it was it was it was it was Tinder and it was Bumble. Okay. Um, I, I I don't know. To me, I never. I find this topic interesting because there's a study that was put together that researchers from Carnegie Mellon University and University of Washington found that the algorithms that control most online dating platforms these days put a priority on both popularity and attractiveness over compatibility when making user recommendations. That's not a shocker to me. No. So no. so so the reason why I bring this up is because for instance I'll utilize I'll, I'll say we'll, we'll, just for for the sake of this conversation Bumble. Okay. Are you familiar with Bumble? No, no, I, I know nothing about Bumble. All right, so Bumble is the it's the it's it's basically an app where the woman has the control. So okay, so women have profiles, men have profiles, but the person that can make and initiate whether they want to connect 
is is the female is the female okay. right okay which I think is pretty cool that they came up with the concept and it was also something I think from a from a security standpoint if a woman wants to roll the dice and take a risk on it it's you know what I'm saying like like she has control she, yeah she's got I, control yeah which I, which, I think, yeah. which I think is pretty awesome so so I, and it's it's super it's super cool but this is the thing if you're stating that it's about popularity and attractiveness, which I think it is, mm-hmm. over being compatible with somebody, then it's all a sham. People yeah. say that they want to get on these apps and they want to find the love of their life. They want to find a long-term – I'm not really buying that. Now, now, one thing that I'm not saying – I am not saying that you cannot meet your 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 husband or wife on an app. That's because we clearly we know that that's not true. Yeah, we know, I, I've known some relationships that yes, worked out great that they met online. We know that they work out. Okay, yeah. a lot of a lot of times they do work out. What I'm telling you though is is that in my opinion, I don't think that the majority of the people when they put a profile together and get on the app. Mm-hmm. That they're looking for long-term love. I don't. I, I don't believe that. No, I, I. I think unless you're like an eHarmony, and where I, that's where they. And I and I love to hear from from people out there that like to weigh in at six five one four six one nine two two six. I don't. I just don't buy that. I don't care if you're a guy. I don't care if you're a gal. If you say that I am on there to find love, I, I don't believe you. I. I think out of. A hundred percent of the people that are on the apps, I would say that eighty to eighty-five percent of them is is looking for a short-term connection, or they're looking for lust over love. Really, yeah. I, I I would think that it's. I don't think that it would be that high. People are looking for a because I mean, if if you want. Like if you want to, to me, it's like the perception of Tinder, right? W- was is the hookup? Is you're looking for you're looking for the the casual relationship, but like some of these other ones, and maybe I'm thinking like a like I said like an uh, an eHarmony or a Yahoo or some of these other Yahoo. They, well, they used to have. That's how long it's been since I've even talked about personal ads. Yahoo, that was like the late nineties. Hey man, don't knock it to you. Yeah. Uh, you should have gone to Ask Jeeves. That's where all the, the honeys were hanging out is Ask Jeeves and Bing. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, see. But I, I I think that it would have to be – I do believe that there are people that are on there that genuinely feel like if you can look at a profile that – anyway, I've never done the online dating thing. So I'm not coming from a, a place of experience. But if – you're, if you can look at an individual and what they put down in their personality profile, you can at least see maybe if it's a match. But how? Well, don't don't they say that I like, you know, I I like horses or I like a person can th- put up a fake picture. Well, that's the thing though. That that's so, you're, so, so, you're, so, you're so, just so, going so, on what you see superficially. So what I'm saying is, is as easily as a person could put up a fake picture. Mm-hmm. Or a Photoshop picture, or whatever. As easily as somebody could do that, they could just as very easily lie about what they're looking for, as to not maybe want to come across as easy. Yeah, but I, I, I guess if there are certain sites, I, I would assume that some are, yeah, more of the relationship based, and some are more. 
hey, let's, you know, get it and quit it sort of thing. You know, so, I mean, there are, I, I, I have to, there are different levels and different places you can go for that. Again, I, I don't look at Tinder as being the, okay, Tinder's where you're going to find love, like a long-term relationship, but you you have these places that that is that is their entire business model is making these long-lasting connections. These, you know, you, you want these to end up in meaningful relationships. All right, let's take some phone calls here at 651-461-9226. When I when I look at right now, the most popular if you do a if you do a, um, a just a random Google search and you type in most popular dating apps, the most popular dating apps that come up are Bumble, Tinder, Plenty of Fish, um, Farmers o- Only, OK Cupid, OK Cupid. The, those, those are like some of the and I don't think I don't think that. Now eHarmony comes up, mm-hmm. but but outside of eHarmony, is there one of those that I just mentioned where you really think, oh yeah, I'm looking for the love of my life here? I I I just think that that's, I think that that's a mirage. I don't I don't think that that's I don't I don't think that that's really what it's all about. Especially when we're, like when people say, and when we talked about this popularity, like the the word popularity yeah. trumps over compatibility. I don't I don't care about somebody being popular to date them. What 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 well, your, I, what 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 does popular mean? That's I mean, what I'm saying. Why would why would one care about popularity? I mean, is is it popular in terms of the algorithm and how they set up the profile? It, I, I mean, is it is it one that is like the most clicked on profile based on a, a picture? So, I, I mean, I got to imagine that obviously the first thing you're going to look at is okay, is this person attractive? Is the picture that they put up attractive? And it's like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll click on that, and maybe that's what they mean by, by popular. Well, hold on, hold on. L- l- let me let me let me tell you from experience. Okay, yeah, because okay. I because I honestly don't know. I have never in my life, um, swiped right or left or what I can't even remember because I not I typically don't. Use, th- there's not a person that I've swiped positively on, and I thought that they were unattractive. Like this is not a thing. No, no, no one. No one is swiping right on on somebody's profile and saying, you know what, they seem to be the coolest person in the world, but I clearly am not attracted to, or, or, or into them in terms of their physical appearance. I just, I'm not buying that at all. All right, 651-461-9226. Let's, uh, let's start with, are we ready to start with Dave? Let's start with Dave on line one. What's up, Dave? Hey, good evening. How you doing, Dave? Um I tell you what, I'm an old guy. Mm-hmm. I go, I go way back before before dating apps, before computers. Yep, got gotcha. you. It used to be ads in it was a weekly paper. I can't remember. I think it was the Reader. City Pages. Um, yeah, what was City Pages and and the Reader, and okay. they were both. Weekly, okay, and then uh, I don't know. I think then I don't know which one disappeared first, but I, I think it was, I think it was the reader. Who I put okay, that. all right, all right. Uh, I started, I started out answering. You know, it was you know, um, you know, women could put ads in, men could put ads. Yep, in. I got you. I got you. What what so what, anyway, what, I, what what about I what start, about with the actual dating apps where you can look at a person's uh, picture profile? Well, I, I mean, I, again, 
attractiveness is relative to you know each of what one person finds attractive in general you know i'd say yeah you have to have you know pretty nice features you know you know you know whatever um but i you know like i say i started out answering ads yeah um you know women would put ads in and I'm telling you, I'm but that's mad. different, though, Dave. That's different. That is where you're not seeing photographs. I mean, back in the day, the ad yep. stuff, that was just you read it, you call the number. Whatever. That's totally different. I'm talking about would you ever, would you ever, utilizing an app, would you ever swipe right and say, yes, I want to go hang out with this person or meet this person if you looked at the picture and you were physically not attracted to them? Probably not. Okay. Yep. See? See? Uh, but, you know, like I said, it all depends what you find as attractive. Um, but that's all relative, though. It, attractive yeah, yeah, exactly. is a, a, attractive that, is attractive. That, that's, that's the point I'm making, you know, because someone that I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not looking for, you know, I mean, I wasn't, you know, because I say I'm married. Yeah. But, um, you know, I wasn't looking for the mu- most beautiful woman in the world. Something, I mean, you have to have a, a certain level of attractiveness. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, that was that's very superficial. Yeah. Hey, hey thanks for the phone call from Dave and Andover because I got to get to another phone call here in a second. But this, this is the thing. But this is what Dave Dave says he wasn't looking for the most attractive. That that's beside the point. It doesn't matter whether the person's a ten. Or the person's a two. If you find them attractive, mm-hmm. that's your level of attraction. Yeah. So, so that it, it doesn't matter if they're ten, a nine, a eight. If you if you think that they're, uh, you know, because in your eyes they could mean everything, right? And they don't have to look like Brooke Shields or Beyonce. Yeah, or whatever. I, yeah. And, and I think you know sometimes we get into the point you're not looking for Miss Right. You're looking for Miss Right now. And I think that's kind of where. Are you saying that about Dave? No, I'm not saying that uh, about Dave. Hey, by the way, we, we before we get to uh, to Nick here, uh, we did get a call from uh, someone wondering what site you're on. She wanted to know what site you're on, so she oh, can, she's got to go digging. She's she got to go digging. She's got to go digging. All right. Well, it, 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 I might have mentioned one of the ones that we when we just do a Google search of the top nine, you might find me. Top top the nine. Okay. I hey, I'm just trying to work for for the people. They they ask questions of me. And I figure I'm the vehicle to you. And this this is the perfect. And we'll look. We'll take Nick to to wrap up the show. But real quickly, from the text line for the six one two, I am looking for companionship with hopes that it might turn into something more. But I'm not on here thinking I'm going to find love of my life. However, it's hard to meet people now. I totally agree with the that. That is a great text. That, that's a great text. That is a great text. That's a great yes. text. But but this is the bottom yeah. line. I don't care what anybody says. If you you're not swiping right, if the person. You totally don't have a connection with physically. I, I'm not buying that. Final segment of the Lake Show coming up next. All right, final, what, like two minutes of the show? Nick and Roseville wanted to weigh in on the, the dating app conversation. So, <clears throat> um, I know uh, what you're going to say, but well, go ahead and say it anyway. Yeah, so I'm blind, so I don't yep. use a dating app. And yep. for me, it's all about the voice. And I don't mean the TV show. I mean uh, the voice, the people's voices. Yeah. Yeah. 
and a dating but, but, app. But because you're, but hold on, but hold on, hold on, hold on. You're in a different category, though, Nick. I, and right. and, I, and I hate to say this. I mean, like, I'm sorry. Like, we're just in two no, different. We're just in, we're just we're just two different people. You sure. you you. If you could see clearly, you would be swiping left and right as well. You're only you only you're you're all about the boys. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Huh. Okay. Well, and maybe someday they'll make dating apps with people's voices on it. I mean, it's not impossible. I mean, but how how would that work? You never know. Oh, all right. You never know. All right. Well, thanks for the phone call from, from Nick in Roseville. Th- that's a tricky situation. I think it'd be kind of like the pictures, right, where you could manipulate anything. I mean, if Manti Teo could got got, then we you know anybody <laughs> get got. Oh, man. I wonder if Nick has ever had one of those situations. What was the movie where um, where – I'm sorry, Nick. I, I love you. I just had to throw the Manti Teo <laughs> thing out there. What, what was the one where, where the guy looked and he saw the woman and she was the most gorgeous woman ever? And that's what he saw, but she was actually the opposite. Oh, Shallow Hell? Was it Shallow Hell? With Jack no. Black and Gwyneth Paltrow? You oh, maybe it was that. Yeah, was that Shallow Hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shallow Hell. Oh, I love that. A Manti Teo and a Shallow Hell reference in a matter of 45 seconds. CCO's got your pop culture cover, baby. It's what we do. It's what we do. Oh, my God. So what happens when I take two days off in a week. I'm like, oh, what am I going to say to fill some time? Oh, there we go. There we go. All right, programming note, I am off tomorrow from this show. I am in for Jason DeRussia tomorrow. Another Jason DeRussia day off. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I love Jason. Jason's awesome. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow at 3 until 6. Stevie T, Steve Thompson, he's in for me tomorrow night. Talk to you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.